0: I wanna to preface tonight, before I begin, I wanna to preface tonight, go ahead and get your ready. Uh, go ahead and get your hearts ready and your minds ready. Uh, for the next couple of weeks here on Wednesday nights, I'm gonna be talking about money. Okay, so get ready for that, prepare your hearts and minds. Some people you start talking about money, they get funny. They start like, oh, 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 oh. what's he gonna say? I do not preach about money a whole lot here at Truth Chapel. And one of the reasons that I don't is because it's such a giving church. We're, we're so blessed. We're so blessed. You are you are phenomenal. You're phenomenal givers and you're phenomenal uh, at, at giving unto the Lord and giving with a, a cheerful spirit. And we are truly blessed at Truth Chapel. If you don't know how blessed we are, just look around. None of this was free. And 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 you you paid for it all. So we're we're tremendously blessed that's not why I'm preaching about money amen I'm teaching about giving and teaching about but even though we do things we need to reiterate redundancies and principles and I pray tonight that if there may be someone in the room who has not yet given their trust to God in their financial life that this series of lessons will help you because I promise you that you will never outgive him that he is a cheerful giver himself and he blesses his children abundantly amen and i i want to talk tonight i wanted to take you in your word to the book of proverbs chapter 3 proverbs chapter 3 beginning in verse 5 this is where i will take my text from and and this is kind of where i'll i'll glean from 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 this lesson and this series um, I'll, I'll glean from, from, from these scriptures. I'll read many more and we'll make a lot of points, but I'm going begin here tonight and this kind of be the one that we kind of go back to all the time, Proverbs chapter three, beginning in verse five. When you have it, just shout, I got it. And if you if you here tonight and you just don't wanna hear about giving and you don't wanna hear about tithing and you don't wanna hear about offering, don't leave, just stick around for a while and hear the Word. I cannot do the work, but the Word can do the work, amen? The Word can do the work. Here's what the Bible says in Proverbs 3 beginning in verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths be not wise in thine own eyes fear the lord and depart from evil it shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones honor the lord with thy substance and with the firstfruits of all thine increase so shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine Amen. For the next couple of weeks, I want to talk to you about barns of plenty and bursting presses. Barns of plenty and bursting presses. Let's pray together. Lord, we love you so much. We're so thankful. We're so thankful, Lord, that you have given us the power to create wealth. We're so thankful, Lord, that you have given us the power to even be here tonight. And I ask you that your word would do its work and that you would touch us Our minds our hearts our spirits god that we can hear your word be impacted by your word that it would grow us mature Us lead us and guide us and we'll be so careful to give you all the praise and glory In jesus name we pray and the church said amen Amen. You may be seated in the presence of god. Thank you for standing with us so long Amen As I said before when we talk about money, you know, people get tight. You know, you, you, I'm, I'm, I don't, uh, I do, I I, I was about to say I don't, but, but I do understand where that, where that comes from. We live in a, we live in a culture where people of influence and people of leadership have left a bad taste in our mouth with what they do with money. Um from, from from the highest levels of, of Washington to, to church trustee boards. It, every one of us have a story of someone we know or a church we know or something we read about or you know some some instance where someone abused money that was given to them. Whether it be the government you know hiring 75 people to do one person's job. 10 guys standing around with shovels in their hands, one guy in the ditch doing work. A road project that's taken 17 years to complete. All they had to do was fill two potholes. Build one bridge. That's all they had to do, build a bridge. Shut us down for years. We've all seen squandering. Two, understanding the overwhelming stories about churches that pastors got caught with their hands in the cookie jar, trustee boards, uh, willing and dealing behind the scenes. I knew of a situation personally in my life. I was, I was connected to these people, uh, good friends of mine actually at the time, but it was a unique situation where this pastor had, had, had gotten some trouble and, uh, he was connected to the, to the United Pentecostal Church International, which I am a, a member of and hold a license with. And because of the egregious nature uh, of the accusations, the UPCI came in, got involved, and they they sent a you know a delegation to the church to just kind of go through things, check some emails, and you know just look over the books and just kind of see what was going on. There was uh, the the nature of the issue had nothing to do with finances, but b- because they were just kind of just hey, you know, let's, let's get a good grasp on everything that's happening here at this church, and so as, as these these men, you know, these delegates and some 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 good men, uh, so, some men that I know personally and, and, and trust, uh, as they begin to look through some of the some of the you know the books there, they they said, hey, you know, where 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 is is this money? You know, there's a you know, as we go through this stuff and we're kind of looking, there's a you know, outstanding moment here. We we there's a large portion of, of money missing, like a couple hundred thousand dollars. So like, could we get an answer on this? So that was kind of one of the one of the issues that they kind of brought to the to the table. And the pastor said, "Oh, I invested that." And so when he said that, the board of the church who was there as well, they said you did you know we, we didn't know they said yeah well I'm, down the road here I bought three houses and I've been fixing them up and I was gonna sell them take the profit for myself and just give the church back to 200,000 no that's not okay you you playing with guys money that's not your money to play with and that that is actually a small story that's a, that's, a, that's a small sum of money compared to some of the stories that I know of as well so so when we talk about money and giving money me and you we we struggle to trust the church with money can I just put it out there like that is that okay it's just and, and, and you know it's always a, a thought you know I'm, I'm 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 not clueless I've been living in this world the same As you I read the papers and I I, I keep up and I understand that there are things happening in this world that are just mind-blowing especially when it comes to churches and and money and and we've heard so many stories there was a there was a church just a couple years ago a large massive church and um, they had the cash offering was stolen from the safe so they, they took them an offering that Sunday and they had the cash offer, just the cash offering, in a safe and it was stolen. And for several weeks, for several weeks, they, the, the, the police officers and the FBI and whoever else was involved in this investigation were trying to get the number of what that cash offering was and said, hey, you know, how can we know what was stolen if we don't know what it was? But the church was really reluctant to tell them how much the cash offering was. You know, because if it's cash, oh, y'all, all y'all saved, sanctified, y'all don't know nothing about cash. Y'all just like, oh, what, what is he talking about? What is, the, what is the pastor talking about right now? I have no idea. And so I've never in my life took cash and didn't claim it on my taxes. So we will do that. Insanity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the church was like, they didn't want to really tell because they didn't want people to know how much cash was coming in every Sunday. And so until finally they connected with the person who counted it, and in order for him to get his name out of the suspect pool, he came clean with how much the cash offering was $930,000. Cash money. One Sunday, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, Lord, you can trust me. I'm just letting you know right now. You could trust, trust me. We we all feel that way until we're holding nine hundred thirty thousand dollars cash, and then we're like. uh Yeah, 830,000 came in the offer today. Some of y'all get that later. Okay. So when we talk about giving and and people say, well, you know, give, give as unto the Lord. There's always a voice in the back of our head. And, you know, because we're Americans, we we see it, we read it, we understand it. Like, you know, I, and we struggle to trust the church with the finances that we worked hard to produce. We I put in my time. I I put in my effort. I mean, I didn't get this money for free. I earned this money. And really, tithing and giving is a trust issue. It's it's it, it's it will boil down to a spiritual issue, but it always begins as a trust issue. Think things in our life uh, begin somewhere. There's a seed somewhere. the 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 fruit of that the fruit of that mistrust will be a spiritual issue. But the root of that is just I I just don't I don't know if I could trust. This is a large sum of money. I don't know if I could trust. You know, every week I'm, I'm making money and, and I'm, I am earning this and to give it is a trust issue. But the Lord tells us in Proverbs 3 and 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Trust him. Here's what we try to do here at Truth Chapel is we try to present you With the way that we do things here at truth Chapel and we work hard for you to trust us Because a lot of us would trust God if we could get past trusting people One of the greatest hurdles that we all have as Ministry one of the great hurdles that we all have as leadership is a trust issue Do you trust me as your leader? Do you trust me to take what you're giving as unto the Lord, take that and provide you with the vision that God has given me for this season. Hebrews chapter seven, I'm not gonna read it all, but Hebrew chapter seven really breaks down tithing and giving. A lot of people say that tithing is not mentioned in the New Testament, you didn't read your Bible, you was watching a YouTube video and got confused. But if you read your Bible, you'll see that it does many times. And in Hebrews chapter 7, it talks about it quite a bit. But, but, but a part of that conversation in Hebrews chapter 7, he says that Levi received tithes, he paid tithes in the loins of Abraham. That when Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek, that Levi was in him. And so it was accounted to Levi's account because Abraham paid tithe. And so we, we see that tithing, the, the benefit and the, the promise and the production of tithing is hereditary. Look at your neighbor and say, tithing is hereditary. Your children will be blessed for what you give. But, but he says in that, in that same chapter, if you, if you go back one scripture, because that's a, that's a more popular reading from uh, Hebrews 7 But if we go back one verse into verse eight, he says, here, men that die receive tithe, but there he receiveth them. Would you do me a favor, Brother Gary, put that up on the screen for me, just Hebrews 7 and 8, because I want everybody to see this. Hebrews chapter seven, verse eight says this, and here, men that die receive the tithe, but there he receiveth them, of whom it is witness that he liveth. Here we receive the tithe. Men 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 who are I'm sorry, Hebrews 7, not, not Proverbs. Hebrews 7 and verse 8. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 8. Men that die, men that are here mortal men receive it, but there He receives it so when you give you truly give as unto the Lord and not as unto me you're not giving your tithe to me and I'm I'm taking my time here in the beginning because really I understand that giving comes down to trust if I told you, do you trust God more or do you trust me more? That's a losing question. You're going to trust God more. You should trust God more. I should not be your king. He should be your king. I am a shepherd over his sheep. He reminds us of this when he asked Peter three times, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter said, Lord, I'm offended. You asked me three times. I mean, don't you believe me when I tell you that I love you? He said, well, if you really love me, feed my sheep. <laughs> Reminding Peter, Peter, those are my sheep. So any preacher who would preach and say, yeah, I really sheared the sheep today. Be careful. They make your sheep. You're not mine. I am able to steward but i am not able to own when you pay tithe you pay it unto men that die but when you do he receives it there so one of the things that we do here at truth chapel is we work on the trust issue and so every year we 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 come up here and 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 we sit down and and we show you where every dime has went for the year so you see it. This is what we spent here This is what we spent here. This is what the ladies ministry spent. This is what the youth ministry spent This is this is where this money went This is how much we started the year with this is how much we ended the year with this is what we have in the bank right now This is what we have in the general account this is what we have and As a member of true chapel you get to sit in that meeting and you get to see it all and there's nothing hidden Not not because we feel like there's an obligation that, and there is a legal obligation for us to do that once a year By the law we should be doing that every church should be doing that by law a lot of churches Don't because ain't nobody checking on them But as by, by law every church should be doing that but but what we're doing is we're whittling away Every little, every time we do that, just a little bit on the trust factor. Because at the end of the day, it's a trust issue. And, and, I, and I want you to be able to say, I trust in the Lord, and so I give this as unto the Lord. Knowing that when I give it, I give it to men that die. I give it to mortal men but when I give it, he receiveth it there. He says, lean not to thine own understanding. Here's what you need to know, that God thinks about money differently than you do. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Me and you have been tainted by the world's concept of giving, tithing. We've been tainted by people who have been untrustworthy. We've been tainted by people that have hurt us, taken our money. We've been tainted by some of us living in poverty, and we've been tainted by our mothers and our fathers who who showed us what money was and, and how to use money or how to misuse money. And we our our minds our minds are not good enough he said don't lean to your own understanding of this but trust in me in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths if you're struggling and you're wondering like should i give that should be a prayer meeting it should be a prayer meeting I mean you can call me and ask me what I think I'm gonna tell you straight up you should be giving Well pastor I'm broke give anyway Well It's just too much if I If I give it all If I gave it I, I, I don't think we'd have enough give it You'll have enough So if you call me I'm gonna tell you you need to be given a tithe And an offering unto the Lord not not because I feel like I need it because you need it because if you trust him and you acknowledge him he will direct your past he'll lead you into it he'll show you what to give he'll tell you what to give if you ask him some of us are terrified to ask God what to give because we're afraid He's gonna tell us something that we're not ready to give amen Pastor says, hey, we're going to, you know, do a, do a sacrificial offering. I want you to pray about it. You know, we're going to pray for two or three weeks, come back together. We're going to do, I want you to really pray. Some of us never pray. We never seek God. And we say, I can't tell you how many times me and Amanda both have gotten together and said, I, she, she said, well, I, I've been filling the number. And I say, well, I've kind of been filling the number. And we'll say the number together. And it's the same number. because i ain't been i ain't been really thinking about it in in the in terms of what i have i've been asking god god lay it on my heart what i should give and if i feel like god said it i'll go broke you hear me if i feel like god said give this amount i will literally empty out the bank account have before emptied it out completely that's all we got but that's what the lord that's what i felt like the lord said so I gave it all because I felt that's what the Lord said and 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 I have I don't lose no sleep over that because I felt the Lord said it and and he I'm, I'm not leading to my own understanding here if, if I would have switched my thinking and said you know what let me start doing the math here and doing the math the math ain't gonna lie and the math is gonna mess you up and the math gonna have you second-guessing everything that God said and before you know it you're not giving a sacrifice you're just giving what you can give in order to be okay God asked for an arm and a leg we gave him a toe and a finger but when we acknowledge him he directs our paths and he, he said be not wise in your own eyes but fear the Lord so many people are looking through their own lenses And they're doing their own research and, 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 and that, well, I got wisdom. I'm, you know, this is what it should be. But if I fear the Lord, I'll depart from evil. And here's what he said. If you do those things, it'll be health to your navel and marrow to thy bones. Means it'll strengthen you. Watch this. It'll strengthen you from the inside out. This is really interesting to me. Proverbs uh, chapter three here, these two things, navel and marrow, navel and marrow, stomach and bone marrow. So if you are like me and you're weird and you just listen to stuff and you're like always trying to learn if you've been listening to health over the last say let's just say 10 years if you've been plugged in to what's happening in the health world over the last 10 to 15 years if you've been really plugged in there's two things right now that are above everything that is your gut biome that health doctors uh all the people who are doing health research your they call it the second brain anybody anybody ever heard of the second brain Your Gut biome is your second brain. They literally say when you have a gut feeling that's because your gut is thinking Just just go look it up. Just Google second brain your gut Everything that happens in your body begins in your gut get your food, right? Get your brain, right? Get your food, right? Get your body, right? Get your food, right? It's happening in your gut science is just now catching up with Proverbs are you feeling me right now he said if you do this you it'll strengthen your navel your your belly it'll be health to your stomach listen they say now that stress begins to affect your body not in your brain That stress doesn't begin to affect you in your brain. That stress begins to affect you from your gut out. So your brain, your first brain, tells your second brain, we're stressed. And from here, your body starts developing problems. It normally starts with eating disorders or pain. Some of y'all been so stressed, you had stomach pain before. Amen. Amen. He said it'll be a health to your navel and... The marrow to thy bones So if you've been following health as well, you understand that bone marrow is where your body literally recycles itself inside the bone marrow And when you get certain kinds of cancer, the only way they can cure you from that cancer is to replace your bone marrow That's it because they if they replace the bone marrow it replaces every cell in your body Because your bone marrow is where your whole body is reconstructed from the bone literally from the inside completely out of your body Your bone marrow is the one of the most important organs in your body if not the most important organ in your body your bone marrow. So Proverbs 3 Is not just spiritual it's also scientific He said if you'll let me think for you My goodness what he said he said listen if you'll stop depending on your research and you'll let me do your thinking and you'll fear me and in everything you're doing you will acknowledge me i will give strength to your gut and to your bone marrow he said if you will honor me spiritually I will fix you physically. Some of y'all should be running aisles right now. That felt good to me. When I read it, it felt good to me. Because many of us have issues that are spiritual, but they come out physical. And God said, if you, Would not be wise in your own eyes. You're not smart as you think you are. You're not smarter than the fifth grader. You're not as smart as you think you are. He said, if you will lean not to your own understanding and you'll fear the Lord. And depart from evil. I'll heal you from the inside out. And then the next verse, he says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of that increase. That's, that's offering and tithing. If you honor the Lord with what you have, substance, and with the first fruit of all that increase, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. This is the context, this is the context of their commerce. Okay, the people, that, the, the, the people that he's talking to in Proverbs, he is speaking in context to their commerce. This is their commerce, grain and wine. That's their commerce. This is how they make their living. We say it's all about the Benjamins, baby. They said it's all about the barns, okay? How many barns you got and are they full? Do you have barley? Do you have wheat? do you have wine this is this is their commerce this is their dollar dollar bill y'all this is their life this is when when he's writing Proverbs he's talking about bank accounts and 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 he's talking about finances and he's talking about money but he's speaking to them in their context of their commerce if he would have said if you honor the Lord with your substance and the, with the first fruits of your increase, so shall your bank account be full, and you'll have great joy. Somebody say barns, and somebody say presses. Press. This is two different things barns is barley, barns is wheat, barns is bread. And wine is spirit. You have the bread and the spirit. He said, If you if you will honor me, you see, you we don't we don't give to the Lord because we we, we have to. That's not honor, that's obligation. But when we honor him with our substance and we honor him with our first fruits, he says, I will bless you financially and I will bless you in joy. You see, I believe that when he says barns and wine, he's speaking of two different things. He's speaking of substance. He's speaking of, of barns, of barley and wine. He's speaking of something that comes from our spirit. Joy happiness peace it is a financial blessing, but it's also a mental blessing It's a it's a it's a blessing of zeros But it's also a blessing of mental stability That the two are connected in one because To be honest with you most of us in this room, and you don't have to raise your hand, but most of in this in this room we would take joy over finances right now. We say, Lord, I'm comfortable making the amount of money I'm making right now for the rest of my life. If I just knew I'd be happy. If y'all don't want to raise your hand? I will. Lord, I don't, I don't, I don't need a yacht. <laughs> and, and I don't need a I don't need a Bentley. And and I don't need a mansion You know, I I don't need those things if you want to give me those things That's totally up to you, but I'm cool with what I got But I cannot live without joy and peace Amen The Lord said if you'll honor me out if you if you'll honor me with your substance I'll give you back more than your substance Because he could have said, if you honor me with your substance and the first fruit of your fields, I'll make sure that your barns are full. I'll make sure you got plenty in your barns. But he adds into that, I'll make sure that the wine, the spirit, that it'll burst out of you. I'll make sure your bank account is good. Plenty. You see the barns don't overflow. There's just plenty, but the wine burst out. <laughs> Are you hear me? Lord said, "If you if you honor me with your substance, if you honor me with your first fruits, I'll make sure that there's plenty in the barn." See, plenty is different than overflowing. Plenty is plenty. I got I got plenty. I I can pay the bills and and. And me and mama can go get a nice steak every once in a while I got plenty you know I'm plenty, but it's not Lord I got so much I don't even know what to do with it I'm hiding money in barrels like a Mexican drug lord that's not what he's talking about he said I have plenty plenty but on top of the plenty when it comes to the wine when it comes to the spirit, I'm, I'm bursting out. That, 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 that there's no way to contain it. That I overflow. Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down. Shaken together and what? Running over. Yeah, yeah, see I got plenty. But I'm also running over. I'm, 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 I'm running over because my cup runneth over. Why? Because I honored the Lord with my substance and the first fruits of all mine increase. See, I got involved in paying tithe a long time ago because my mother and father were tithe payers. And they taught me the principle of paying tithe. You see, tithe is not a law. Look at your, t- look at your neighbor and tell them, listen, tithing is not a law, it's not a law. It's not on those commandments. It's not on those stones. Look at your neighbor and tell him this. Tell him, tithing is pre-law. It came before the law. Before there was ever 10 commandments, there was tithing. Tithing is a principle. It's a principle. It's not a law. It's a principle. Because, listen, when me and you break the law, his mercy, his mercy and his grace is sufficient to fix the law that I broke. I break the law every day, you break the law every day, some way, some form, some fashion, me and you break the law, His, his love, his mercy, his blood is sufficient to fill that gap between me and the broken law. But when I am off in my tithing, there's not a law that's been broken. There is a principle that's been missed. It don't work if you don't flip it on. I said it don't work if you don't get involved in it. That's why, that's why when he came in Malachi, and I'm almost finished for tonight's portion of this, in Malachi chapter 3, would you get that for me real quick? The book of Malachi chapter 3. That's why in, in, in this chapter, when, when God says to his people, Will a man rob God? Malachi 3 and verse 8 is where I'll begin. Malachi 3, he says, he says, Will a man rob God? Question mark. I mean, will it could would you rob God? If you saw God had a basket full of apples, would you sneak up and take some? No. Wouldn't do that. Would not rob God. He said, yet ye have robbed me. That's like, that's a redundant question-answer type deal right there. He said, will you rob me? You, but you already have robbed me. He said, but, but, but you say... Wherein have we robbed thee? How, how, Lord? How did we rob you? We, we love you. We have followed all the commandments, but tithing ain't a commandment. Tithing is not a part of the law. He said, how, "How? How could we rob you, Lord?" He said, "You robbed me in your tithing and your offering." That's where you robbed me and he said ye are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me even this whole nation Now I don't want to be cursed with a curse And I've heard many preachers and many people Stop right here, you know and go in on this You're cursed if you ain't paid tithe you're cursed Your money's cursed. You know, your home is cursed. I mean, just go in on that. Now, I'm not going to do that tonight because this is is left up to context as well. I've heard many and read many commentaries on this and theological standpoints where people say, well, you know, this Old Testament, you know, he's, he's speaking to the children of Israel. I get that. Let me say this to you. I don't want to be connected to nothing that God might or might not curse okay you know what I'm saying you know like 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 we can leave it all up to conjecture and and we could talk about Old New Testament we could talk about you know Jews and Gentiles we could talk about all that and, and I'm fine you know me I love the Word of God I'll get I'll go as deep as you want to go at the end of the day I just don't know if I want to be that close to something that God might Or might not be cursing because you can't look at this scripture and tell me confidently either way if he's talking about you and me and so if I can't look at it and make a confident theological decision in my head I am gonna err on the side where I'm not cursed (laughs) Amen. And here's the deal: If I'm wrong, I'm only out 10 percent. But if I'm right, I could lose my family. You say, well, wait, but, what, your family? what the money? you mean you, that was kind of that escalated quickly. You lose your family, yeah, because right now in America, almost... Over seventy percent of all divorces are connected to finances. It's it it's something that we should talk about. So 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 if I'm going to err on the side of this scripture, if I'm going to look at Malachi three, and I'm just going to be making my theological decisions, I'm going to err on the side that says, you know what. I wanna be on the other side of this curse because let's look at what's on the other side of the curse. Are you with me? So so we know the curse is the curse. And I don't wanna be cursed, but let's look at the other side of the curse. He said in, in verse 10, Malachi 3.10, he said, bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house and prove me now, herewith saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the window of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it that that's good right there just leave that verse right there for me because if that's all that's gonna happen and I got a decision now to make a theological decision whether I'm gonna be on the curse side or this side ladies and gentlemen I'm gonna go ahead and make my decision now. I'm gonna be on this side Okay, this is the side I want to be on and we can break down all the biblical theological all you want to do But I'm at the end of the day. I'm just gonna be on this side and If you write and and you make it to heaven and you make heaven your home you're not gonna get Anybody who pays tithe and get to heaven and realize that you didn't have to pay tithe you ain't going to be like, Lord, can I go back? Lord, would you please send me back? Because I'm going to do some stuff with that 10%. percent i got some stuff to do with that 10%. I could have bought some Skittles. I could have bought some Hot Cheetos, Lord. That 10%, I could have bought some extra s- s- Starbucks, Lord. I- and you are not going to get to heaven and find out that you, that you didn't have to pay tithe and be like, well, this was all for nothing. But what if you show up with all your ducks in a row Happy as you can be and you realize and the Lord says I'm mean, you was a great guy, but you robbed me and No thief No thief shall inherit the kingdom of God That's horrible. That's tragic that I did everything right But I missed out on this one. So, so if we're gonna err on two sides of this curse this here Here's where I'm at. I want the windows of heaven and I want the Lord to pour me out a blessing that I can't receive it. Lord, test me on that one right there, Lord, please. Because I, I feel like I can receive just about as all you got, I can receive it, Lord. Yes, welcome it, on in. The only way I'm not gonna receive it is if the bank says, listen, there's too much money, we can't take it anymore. And then I'm gonna put it under my mattress. I got coffee cans, I'll get some barrels. I'll call El Chapo, see how he did it. I'll figure it out. Lord, let it, let, let it happen, Lord try me try me so i'm good with this but verse 11 gets even better he said he said here's what i'll do i'll do all this for you he said but then i will rebuke listen when i give my tithe i take the curse off me and i put it on the devourer you're not hearing me right now When I say, Lord, I'm going to get involved in giving. I'm going to get involved in my tithing. I'm going to get involved in my offering. What I do now is I took the curse off me. I took the rebuke out of my life and I put the rebuke on the devourer. And he said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. saith the Lord of hosts. He said, I'll rebuke him. He will not destroy the fruit of your ground and your vine is not going to produce its fruit in the wrong season and you lose it. That every He said, I, I, I want to break this last part down and I'm finished for tonight. He said, he said I, I will rebuke the devourer. The devourer will be dead, gone. He will not touch your fruit, but also I will put everything in the right time. See, the second part of this has nothing to do with the devourer. The second part of this has everything to do with the season. Because season is natural. So he says, I'll rebuke the devourer. I'll rebuke the spiritual thing off you. But I'll also put you in a natural rhythm. He He said, with the spiritual side, I got him. I will rebuke him and I will cut him off. And he will never touch the fruit of your field. But I'll also put you in a season where it comes just in time. I will, I will make your vine so your vine will cast her fruit. It will not cast your fruit before the time in the field. I'll make sure that when it produces, it's in the right season. That, that, that you won't be overwhelmed or underwhelmed. That that everything will fall right in time. I'll take care of the spiritual. Hallelujah. Somebody hear me He said I'll take care of the spiritual but I'll also take care of the natural as well I'll take care of the enemy, but I'll take care of the Sun and the moon I'll take care of the devil, but I'll also take care of how it comes in. I'll make sure it's right on time I'll make sure that in your season you have it and it will ebb and flow. It'll ebb and flow I'll make sure there's a rhythm there's a rhythm. See, I know people who live in a rhythm of giving and a rhythm of receiving, it's just a rhythm. I'm in a good rhythm, how? Because I've been given to the Lord. I've, I've, I'm involved in my tithing, I'm involved in my, and I'm just in a good rhythm. It's just, you know, sometimes I, I look around and I wonder, but I sleep good at night because I know I'm in a, I'm in a rhythm. And, and sometimes it's a lot and sometimes it's a little, but you know, I never lose my smile because I'm, I'm in a rhythm. I know it ain't gonna come before the time. You know why? Because I've been given, I'm involved. I've been given. And the principle plays out. There is no grace and there is no mercy for a broken principle, only a broken law. And Lord, I want to make sure the principle is right. I want to make sure I'm given. I want to make sure it's all right. Because number one, I don't want the enemy to come in and take it. But number two, I don't want nature. Just a natural ebb and flow of life. Seems like every time I get I, I get a little bit, Pastor, they go to brakes, they, they go the car, go the kid got this, and the kid I just can't ever. It just seems like always. It's like a a weird circle I'm in. Have you been faithful? Well, I'm just I'm just I'm I'm over here rebuking the devil, baby. You cannot rebuke the devil off your finances. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Uh-uh. Get your scripture right. Get your scripture right, baby. Some of y'all been you've been you 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 heard bad preaching that told you that you could rebuke the devourer. Uh uh-uh. uh uh. Nay nay. Nay nay. Go back and read it again, baby. You got to give. He said, "I'll be the rebuker." See. You've been listening to preachers that gave you too much authority, like you were somebody. Like you could be like, I rebuke. No, no, not off your finances. Nay, no, sir. That's not how that works. What I do is I pay my tithe and I pay my offering and I let the Lord do the rebuking. He's the one. He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And listen, if you ain't been paying your tithe and you ain't been paying your offering, you ain't got no rebuker. Your rebuker is broken. But I'm gonna fix my rebuke. I'm gonna plug it in and say, Lord I, I Apologize forgive me for not being what I should be, but I'm stepping in this thing now. I'm gonna plug it in I'm gonna get my rebuker back Online on, on I'm gonna get him I'm gonna get him back squared away that way when the enemy comes in like a flood God can say hey What up? Well, this is my child It's my, this It's my child. You can't you can't touch him. I rebuke you and He'll put me in a good rhythm. Make sure that my stuff don't come out too early. Make sure it don't come out too late. Make sure it's just right. Man, my portfolio doing well. Just seem like it just keep growing every year. Everybody else is losing money. Mine just gaining money. How? Just got, God got me in a good rhythm. I'm just in a good rhythm, Brother George. I'm in a good... It's, it's just the right time, the right season. seem like, like everything I put my hand to, it, it turns into gold. How? Because I'm just in a good... I'm in a good rhythm because I because I've been following the principle. Oh, hallelujah. Would you stand with me all over the room? It's good. I want to run aisles right now. But it's also time. It's also time. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. First of all, don't take my word for it. That's just silly. That's easy, that's easy believism, and, and uh, if you keep taking my word for it, you'll make me a God. and I don't get paid enough for that. So go home. Number one, pray first. Pray first. If you go into that word with a narcissistic attitude and your ego all flared up, you're going to find what you want to find. But if you pray first and say, Lord, lead me, and then you go read, and then you pray, you, you will hear the Lord. He will direct your paths. If you lean not to your own understanding and you acknowledge him in all your ways, he will direct you. I want that for you. I want that for you. Not not so that we can have we we, we got, we're good. Th- thank you, Jesus, for it. I'm so grateful. I have a huge heart of gratitude for this church on the side of giving. You're phenomenal givers. You need it. I want it for you because I want it for your children and your children's children. And I want the riches of the evil to be stored up for the righteous. That means that all, all that money out here floating around in the world's view, that's going to start coming to the contractors in this church. All that, all that money floating out there that the enemy's using, that's going to start coming to business owners in this church. Now all that enemy, the enemy's using, some of y'all are going to qualify for stuff you didn't know you qualified for. God, because the enemy of the evil stored up for the righteous. God will make it come in a way you never thought it would come in. Say hello. Thank you. Thank you, Uncle Joe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just showed up in the bank account. Thank you. Thank you. They, Stored up for the righteous, God will make a way. He'll make a way. There, there's people sitting in this room, and I can testify. I didn't know where it was coming from. Then the house gonna get there. you the mailbox opened up. Good Lord, the government done sent me a check. I didn't even know I. Was, I paid too much. Listen, I paid too much taxes last year to send me a check. You know that's. You know that's God. You know that's God. They not gonna send you back nothing. You know that had to be God. God, toss somebody up there to IRS, Lord. Let them release it right now. Let them release it. Why? Why? Because I've been faithful over a few things. He's going to make me a ruler over many things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to start praying this, Lord. Make me a funnel. Not a bucket, Lord. But make me a funnel. Wide at the top but a flow at the bottom. Yes. And then you pour it in, I'll pour it out. And we'll keep this thing going, Lord. And you'll rebuke the devourer and you'll put me in a good rhythm. Oh, hallelujah! Lord. I, pray. I pray this word was an encouragement to you today. Thank you again for tuning in to Truth Chapel's podcast. If you have not yet, please take a moment and leave us a quick review. God bless and have a great rest of your day.